Hello, and welcome to episode 347 of the official EstablishTheRun.com podcast. My name is Adam Levitan. As always, joined by Evan Silva in 24 short hours. Evan Silva will be drinking alcohol with various NFL coaches, trying to get them to say which of their players is soft and which of them are tough. Evan, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yep. Looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully I come back with some good nuggets. It's uh, everybody's talking, man. Everybody's spilling the beans. This is where, you know, this is where the, the NFL hot stove really heats up. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, for one, will not be going to Indy because if I tried to drink with Evan for one day, I would be uh, deemed dead by 2 p.m. Eastern. And so I'm not making the trip on today's show. We're going to take our first look at 2022 NFL coaching changes. Hopefully you checked out part one in which we discussed the first five. We're going to do the second five here. As I said in the previous episode, coaching change has such a big impact and coaches in general on the NFL, more than the NBA, NHL, baseball, you know, all that stuff, you know, maybe uh, minute changes to player level statistics. I think in the NFL, it can have huge, huge, huge impacts on player level statistics. Before we get into it here today, I want to remind everyone, this show is brought to you by the Established Run NBA product. If you want to be betting props, the volume is just absolutely out of control. Guys are up like over $12,000 just betting $100 units on NBA player props. If you want to try it and you want to get it for cheaper, we do have a special deal we worked out with BetMGM. Sign up for a BetMGM sports betting account with our link. Deposit at least $10. They'll send you a coupon for $84.99 off any EstablishRun.com product. That's on top of the 1K free bet you get for signing up with the link. So go to the betting tab on the site. First one, you'll see Sportsbook offers. MGM details are there. All right, Evan. Going to go in alphabetical order here. We left off last time with the Jaguars. We're going to pick it up here with the Carolina Panthers. And man, you know, one of the reasons I was so optimistic about Sam Darnold last year was Joe Brady. And Joe Brady couldn't even make it through the season. They can. Joe Brady, as the offensive coordinator, going to replace him with Ben McAdoo. Of course, we all know Ben McAdoo, former Giants offensive coordinator, former Giants head coach. I don't know, man. Firing Joe Brady, I mean, it didn't seem like the blood was on his hands, to me at least, for what happened to the Panthers this year. What do you think about that? What do you think about Ben McAdoo now taking over offense for the Panthers? Well, I think that Joe Brady was more of a pass game proponent than what Matt Rule wanted out of uh, his offensive coordinator. Now, Joe Brady is more of like a a forward-thinking, progressive guy, and Matt Rule... But at the same time, I can understand Matt Rule's point of view because when they were dropping their quarterbacks back to pass, like good things were not happening. Yeah. You know, um, uh, beyond like the first three or four weeks. So now, yeah, they go with Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo actually was a big time pass game proponent, both in Green Bay and with the Giants. Um, You know, I think he got a little bit of a bum rap with the Giants, honestly. I, I understand like, you know, the slick back hair, like he probably never should have done that, you know, rub people the wrong way in New York. And he just was not a New York guy like at all. And, um, you know, I remember Mike Francesa just lighting him up for uh, benching Eli Manning for Geno Smith, you know, but he was right to bench Eli Manning. And um, because Eli Manning didn't have anything left, 
at that point. So like in hindsight, like if you look at a lot of the stuff in hindsight that he did, like Ben McAdoo was right a lot more than people want to admit that were fans of the Giants at the time. He benched Eli Manning as Eli Manning should have been. He pounded the table to get rid of Eli and trade up for Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. in 2017. He was a huge supporter and advocate for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, He used frequent 11 personnel with the Giants, something that like, you know, a year or two later, like Sean McVay drew all kinds of praise for, you know, just kind of running one formation and then various plays out of that one formation. Um, and then he, he also found ways to feed Odell Beckham like no other coach has in Odell Beckham's entire career. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those slant passes were money to Odell Beckham and he never got as many of those wherever he, wherever Od- Odell Beckham went after that. Could we see DJ Moore in that Odell Beckham role? Look, I don't know if Ben McAdoo is going to be successful. He probably isn't, to, you know, to be quite frank, because they don't have a quarterback. Yeah. You know, are they going to all of a sudden get a quarterback? This is not – we're talking about Mitchell on – on the first podcast, we talked about how Mitchell Trubisky is going to get this big contract. Like, that's the kind of offseason that this is in terms of the quarterback market. It's going to be really hard for the Panthers to get a good one. Uh, uh, there was a report that they reached out to the Vikings interested in Kirk Cousins – early in the off season, but Kirk Cousins contract is, I mean, he has a $35 million uh, guaranteed salary and a $46 million cap hit. And he's going to be really tough for the, for the Panthers to, to finagle on, onto, onto their books. So I, I think Ben McAdoo got a bad rap in, with the giants, but I don't think he's going to be successful in Carolina. It's just, it's going to be too hard. I mean, it's similar to what we talked about with the Giants and also with the Broncos too. Like, I feel like they have enough pieces to be like a reasonable team. Like they shouldn't be that bad. And I I don't know what Deshaun Watson's legal situation is. I'd love to see Deshaun Watson in uh, in Carolina if his legal situation gets cleared up. I have no idea what's going on with that right now. But yeah, I mean, quarterback play, obviously. A lot of coaches are going to look good with quarterback play, man. But yeah, you know, I think Joe Brady, um, I get it. But man, I would not have gotten rid of Joe Brady, personally. All right. Saints. This is where all this combine stuff stems from. Evan's boy, Sean Payton, just picks up and decides to say, uh, I'm out. Sean Payton reportedly is going to be a broadcaster, allegedly going to Fox. Meanwhile, Troy Aikman is probably going to uh, uh, Monday Night Football. There's a lot of continuity here. Like the Saints, we've talked about a lot of teams that decided to blow it up. Saints are not blowing it up. Dennis Allen is taking over as head coach. He's been with the Saints since 2015. Pete Carmichael is sticking as the offensive coordinator. He's been with the Saints since 2006. So there's going to be a lot of similar stuff here. Sean Payton got a lot of credit for what the Saints did on offense, though. How much do you think losing him affects the Saints? Any other thoughts on what's going on with them? Because it's a mess right now. Yeah, I think that Sean Payton is such a dynamic offensive mind, personality, influence you know Matt Mickey Loomis their GM like he's not really like a football guy you know Sean Payton runs all that stuff you know so losing him you know you could say oh yeah well you know the guys under him or you know there's just there's you know some level of continuity losing Sean Payton is massive okay I mean he might be a hall of fame coach uh I you know I I think that Pete Carmichael has you know obviously you, you mentioned that he's been there for shoot pushing two decades at this point yeah. and you know he knows what sean payton did but i just i don't think there's any replacing sean payton i they they need a quarterback you know it's 
we could sit here and talk about what we think the coaches might do. Like until we figure out who the quarterback is and that quarterback is able to perform at a high level, we don't really know what's going to happen here. I mean, not only do they need a quarterback, oh, but I mean, they had some real serious weaponry problems. I mean, the wide receivers and tight ends that the Saints were trotting out last year were a mess. And I don't think many quarterbacks could have succeeded with that. So, yeah, I mean, they like I said, they have problems all, all over for sure. It is notable, I think, that the Saints restructured Michael Thomas's deal to the extent that he his contract is guaranteed. He's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's going to be back in the Saints. You remember there was a lot of talk about him, um, you know, being on the outs with the Saints really throughout last year and even into the year before that. But he's going to be back. But you remember his, so much of his um, his value, his fantasy value came from, you know, just a massive mar- uh, market target share. Drew Brees accuracy, how Sean Payton would scheme him the rock. You know, and so he he also is is an unknown. I I don't you know I was thinking about uh, some wide receiver rankings last night, and I, I don't think I'm going to be particularly bullish. Some some people might be bullish on him bouncing back. I don't think I I personally will be, but we'll we'll see. Let's go to the Raiders. This Josh McDaniel saga is, is interesting, man, because obviously I think Josh McDaniel is a very very smart guy. I think Josh McDaniels has done some really good things in New England, and a lot of the credit has not gone to Josh McDaniels. It's gone to Bill Belichick, when maybe more credit should have gone to Josh McDaniels. A lot of it is marred by what happened in Denver to Josh McDaniels, those 2009-2010 seasons when Josh McDaniels was the head coach. He only goes 11-17. and He was fired before the 2010 season was even over. Quarterback was a play was a problem there as well. But anyways, Josh McDaniels goes to the Raiders now to replace John Gruden. I still think this dude can coach. I don't know if he has the right personnel, but I think Josh McDaniels is someone like along with Dable that I'd be like, hey, I actually want to see what this guy can come up with. Whereas a lot of these other guys, I'm like, well, whatever, you know, but I'm excited to see what Josh McDaniels can do with the Raiders. I know you've been critical of the Raiders in the past. What do you think about Josh McDaniel here taking over? Well, what the Raiders, I mean, they're trying to build Patriots West. Their new GM, Dave Ziegler, was a Patriots scout and personnel executive from 2013 through 2021. Josh McDaniels, we know, you know, obviously coming from New England, I think he's an excellent offensive mind. I don't know about him as a head coach. Last time we saw him, he was he was kind of a joke, really. Yeah. I mean, he drafted Tim Tebow in the first round. Yeah. Uh, Mick, Mike, uh, Mick Lombardi is their OC. He is the son of Mike Lombardi, you know, who's like Belichick's uh, boy and spent time like on the Patriots coaching staff and – in their front office, and uh, and now their defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham, who I thought did a pretty good job with the Giants, he was um, he was on the Patriots staff from 20, 2009 through, through 2015. So it's almost like they're sort of getting the band back together, uh, the, the, all these old Patriots guys going to the Raiders. There was a report yesterday in the athletic from Jeff Howe does a great job busts his ass I mean he's one of the hardest working dudes on on any kind of beat I think he's actually a national reporter now Mm -hmm. he was on the Patriots beat for a really long time that the Raiders are quote-unquote prioritizing extending Derek Carr Derek Carr is entering the final year of his deal Jeff Howe obviously you know knows the all these guys from from New England having covered covered the Patriots. So I thought that that was really notable. If you remember what Josh McDaniels did, one of the first things he did 
when he arrived in Denver was he got rid of Jay Cutler mm-hmm. and, you know, he brought in Kyle Orton who, he, who, you know, he thought could like run his system. And, um, you know, I, I think it's interesting to, just to throw out there, these guys, these Patriots guys love Jimmy Garoppolo, love him. And so I think if Jimmy Garoppolo comes available, which beat writers in San Francisco think that he will, mm-hmm. Adam Schefter recently said on, I can't remember somebody's podcast that I was listening to, that he think it's not a foregone conclusion that Jimmy Garoppolo leaves San Francisco. I mean, if you remember how how little trust they showed in Trey Lance last year, I think that the people that are assuming that Jimmy Garoppolo is gone are, are I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if Jimmy Garoppolo does come available and Kyle Shanahan decides to go all in on Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo could be a candidate to go to the Raiders. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And they still, uh, Marcus Mariota is obviously uh domino to fall there as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for, for Josh McDaniel, see what he can do for sure. Let's go to Texans. Lovey Smith is replacing David Culley. David Culley fired, after just one year, Lovey, of course, everybody knows him. Former head coach of the Bears, the Bucks, University of Illinois. Uh, did go to Super Bowl with the Bears. The key to me is still they retained Pep Hamilton. And like, man, I don't think Pep Hamilton gets enough credit. I mean, he was huge in the development of Andrew Luck's early years. Justin Herbert as a rookie was with Pep Hamilton. Davis Mills played relative to expectation. I mean, great last year relative to expectation i mean and so i, I you know with pep hamilton an offensive coordinator maybe there's something here with the texans the talent level for lovey though like how how is this going to end out well for lovey it's really hard to see it really going well what do you think about lovey taking over for david cully well i think a big loss for the texans and they lost him to the division rival titans was tim kelly um who worked with deshaun watson and then uh before that and then davis mills this past year I don't think they should have let him go, but you know, Lovey Smith is boys with uh, Pat Hamilton, and that's how these things work. I mean, the mm-hmm. NFL is just ridden with um, you know nepotism and um, and cronyism, and that's just, that's just how it goes. And I, I understand it. I mean, it's coaching. Like you want to coach yeah. with your friends, people that you trust. I, I totally get it. And but, Pe- and Pep deserves at least offensive coordinator, if not head coach, somewhere. But I, you know, uh, it doesn't mean they have to get rid of Tim Kelly. I'm just saying that yeah. Pep Pep definitely deserved it. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think that Tim Kelly was just a steal for uh, the Titans. But um, yeah, I mean the talent level isn't isn't strong in in Houston whatsoever. They do finally have some draft picks. Yeah, they have the third pick, 37th and the 68th. So you know that'll be up to Nick Cesario to hit those. I mean they. They need to like get really hot in the draft to be. I don't know, but I think they're going to roll with Davis Mills in in twenty twenty two though. Oh, I, mean, I think to, it's yeah. going to be his show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they have to after what he showed. I mean, at least in stretches for last year. All right, last team we're going to do here is an interesting one. It is the Minnesota Vikings, where Kevin O'Connell is replacing Mike Zimmer. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, of course, former Rams offensive co- coordinator, part of the Sean McVay coaching tree before you go ahead on kevin o'connell i just wanted to give a shout out to mike zimmer on the board of team sex not only is this katarina mikedon girl like uh uh clearly in love with mike zimmer i mean she went ham on rick spielman publicly uh after everything and i mean you know find a woman uh who can defend you and find a sports illustrated swimsuit model that can defend you if you're mike zimmer i mean shout out to him but anyways 
I mean, Rick Spielman got fired too. Like, yeah, I know. And, and and Rick Spielman tried to dump on on Zimmer on the way out the door, and Katarina was not having any of it. I mean, she was just not having any of it. Uh, anyways, Kevin O'Connell is thirty six years old, former third round pick of the Patriots. I I think that was like two thousand eight or something like that. I mean, Kevin O'Connell was a uh, reasonable quarterback prospect. Never really worked out. Anyways, what do you think about him replacing? Mike Zimmer, because the Vikings have been like a fantasy hotbed. I mean, all last year, the Vikings were an awesome DFS stack every single week. Yeah, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, he was a third round pick of the Patriots back in the day. Um, didn't didn't amount to anything, became a coach. Um, and well, th- let's let's just start from the top, because this was a full on house, another full on house cleaning, beginning with the Vikings hire of Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, a Sashi Brown disciple. Mm. Also a, a disciple of Andrew Barry, who's done a very good job. I know the Browns are not coming off their best season, but he's done an excellent job amassing talent in Cleveland. And Adolfo Mensa, not only does his name just sound really smart, but he is a brilliant dude. I mean, I've heard him talk. And I, I thought that that was a really, really intriguing hire by the Vikings to run the organization. Kevin O'Connell was the Rams offensive coordinator under Sean McVay. He was Kirk Cousins quarterbacks coach in 2017 with the then called Redskins. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knows, Kev, he knows Kirk cousins, Kirk cousins, you know, had a pretty good year that year. Um, the Panthers called the Vikings about Kirk cousins early in the off season and the, the Vikings, you know, I mean, there's nothing they could do right now, but I mean, he, he's not going anywhere. 35 million fully guaranteed salary, $45 million cap number. Um, Wes Phillips, who spent the last three years as the tight ends coach with Kevin O'Connell on the Rams, he had some really uh, promising quotes. He's now the OC for the Vikings. He had some promising quotes. I I retweeted this from Wes Phillips. Um, He was asked about the importance of the running game. This is just a a 180 from the Mike Zimmer era because Mike Zimmer would tell you, yeah, he would just go on and on about the importance of the running game if it posed this question. But Wes Phillips spun it into – of course, we want to be good at running the football, you know, for, for this, this reason, this reason, this reason. But we care about winning, you know, like that. We're going to do what it takes to win. And that's not necessarily, you know, imposing our will every week on the ground. You know, maybe throwing the ball to Dalvin Cook more, you know, um, trying to be more efficient uh, in the passing game and getting better protection for Kirk Cousins, I think all would be means for, they, that, for them to do that. But I thought that those were some pretty pretty uh, promising quotes there from the new OC, Wes Phillips. This is all of a sudden a really, really – another organization kind of like the like Denver, as you mentioned before, uh, uh, I think this was on the first podcast, that has gone from, you know, Mike Zimmer, old, crusty situation to a lot of youth in the coaching staff. And um, I, I do think Kirk Cousins is going to be back as their quarterback in 2022. Yeah, I mean, two of the best fantasy assets in all of fantasy football are Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. And I think that um, new staff will not do anything to change that. The environment was just so good for those guys last year, though. I mean, the, the Vikings opponents, plays per game, their pace. I mean, it was all just insanely in favor of fantasy production and got a lot of Vikings stacks to the top throughout last year. All right. We've covered all the important coaching changes for the 2022 season. Obviously, throughout this offseason, we will be weaving in more of that context as it's really important as we start to hone in, our, in on our projections and rankings. By the way, our best ball rankings are up and they are free 
for now. Again, I repeat, our best ball rankings are up and they are free for now. Check those out on the site. Also, our dynasty rankings are also free for now. And for those guys that are into prospects, Amico is doing a great job with these player-by-player prospects. Those are also free up on the site. Head to establishrun.com to check it out. For Evan, for Producer Luke, I'm Adam. Good luck, everybody.